Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's Rodney joined by Will and Cole. Hello, boys. Uh, Not here. Hello. Oh, Jesus Christ, Cole. All right, uh, so today we're going to talk about uh, the various news that dropped this week, including Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the uh, Microsoft bringing Xbox Game Pass to PC with a lot of titles, and uh, we're going to talk about Pokemon Sleep as well. All that snoring coming up right now. Right now. Alright, gentlemen, so Modern Warfare. I feel like I feel like we've heard that before. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Where? Where have we heard that before? I don't know, like fifteen years I've ago. I've never heard of this. Yeah, 15 years ago when Call of Duty was actually good. You hate Call of Duty. Have you always hated Call of Duty? Or just recently? But I'm allowed to hate Call of Duty because I've played most of the Call of Duty games. I have too, but the That's last like saying one I have... I'm allowed to eat ice cream because I've had every type of flavor. That makes no, no sense. Fat. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> I was just trying to throw in a simile there. Okay. So, um, Modern Warfare set to come out October 25th. Uh, it seems the shift seems to be aimed re- uh, regaining some of the grit and at times controversial appeal of the original Modern Warfare franchise, which mixed action movie theatrics with more political wireless plot lines. Starting with 2007's Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, the series set itself apart as one willing to take risks, like the disturbing no Russian terrorism scene in Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, that one was fucking interesting. No Russian. That urged players to take part in the airport civilization, civil, civilian massacre or the various instances where players were put to, into the shoes of the victims at nuclear attacks unfolding in real time. Was I think was... I can't remember. No, I think that was Call of Duty 3, maybe, where you were the sniper dude. Or was that Black Ops? Uh, you were like, a sniper dude in almost every single Well, I know, but there's the one in the, in the... I think you're wearing a ghillie suit, and you go up into the tower, and you shoot that dude's arm off? Uh, that's the that's the first um, uh, Modern Warfare? No, 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 no. What no, was no, the one before that? That was Call of Duty 3. Or, yeah. yeah, it was 3, I think. Oh, okay. 
Fuck it. I didn't realize I played three. No, no, it was not three. It was not... It was... Uh, um, yeah, it was the first Modern Warfare. Yeah, the first Modern Warfare. Wasn't okay. it when you yeah. had to hunt down that guy and you... No, because the Modern Warfare, your character was Soap, remember? Soap? What a fucking <clears throat> dumb fucking so name that is. I don't care if soap, that's a code name. Soap McTavish. <laughs> soap. Because like he's soap. cleaning up the streets. I was just trying to Google which one it was, and I Googled Modern Warfare 3, and I totally just remembered, like, I forgot that Modern Warfare 3 was even a thing. Yeah, it went all the way to 4? No, it went to 3, right? Yeah, 3. Was this, it 3 this, or 4? This would be 4. Oh, okay. But they're basically, yeah, this would be 4. They're basically yeah. reskinning it now, and, I, and I'm hoping that they're going to fix the problems that most new Call of Duties have, which is repetitive fucking rehash bullshit. I mean, it looks, it definitely looks like it's got a new revamp to it. Like, it, it's funny how it looks exactly the same, but it's, it seems like something's different. Yeah, it, when you say going back to the roots, I think it definitely, definitely did. As long as they're in space and Kit Harrington's in it, I'm in, 100%. If that's not happening, then I'm out. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, they released Black Ops 4, didn't have a campaign, and let's be honest, I play the campaign, like when I buy Call of Duty games, that's what I do. Uh, campaign, and then I play multiplayer, and I get frustrated, make it to level 30, and then quit. That's basically my standard procedure for all Call of Duty games. So, uh, do you guys have a friend who would just, like, that's all they would do? And they would be like, join my clan, and you'd have to, like, go and, and train clans with them, and it would be, or, like, train in clan things, and it was just the most boring thing ever? Yeah, was I think I the one did. that got suckered into that? You did, Will? Yeah. You were hey, a you clan. Love it, you love it. Hey, Brittany was in a clan, and Black Ops oh, yeah, 2. we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, tell us about Britney's. Tell us about Britney and the clan. Um, well, if anyone who knows my wife, um, she likes her way. So when they were being <laughs> fucking trolls, the, you know that didn't go over so well. But uh, yeah, she started playing Black Ops Two and uh, was in a clan for a couple months. And did, yeah, and then I met her and she quit playing video games altogether. So. That's just my Everybody luck. who meets Rodney just wants to stop playing video games. I mean, talking about video games with Rodney just makes anybody want to quit. Yeah. I don't know. It's made me play more. <laughs> now you're addicted. Now you're yeah. addicted. Play more. You're playing uh, Monster Hunter World on PlayStation with Mark. I am. That would make me want to quit. No, actually, that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> you just made him sound like such a piece of shit. Like you're playing Monster World now. On PlayStation. On, on PlayStation 4? Like, that's... Get it for PC, man. Get it for Xbox. And but worst, PlayStation 4? And nah. worst of all, you playing with Mach. Get it for Wii U. Yeah, Anything but PlayStation. It's a tough game. That's a really... I, I mean, it's got a huge difficulty curve to it. Yeah, I just hit uh, the harder things now after you beat uh, Zora Magdaros. Dude, it just keeps going. Like, it, it never stops. And I mean, uh, but Iceborne? Iceborne looks dope. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a huge expansion towards the game. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Iceborne. I love some of the, the ice level, or the ice ones in the last Monster Hunter were so much fun. So I'm soaked for this one. Soaked. Not even stoked. I'm soaked. You mean you're soaked. I'm soaked. You're <laughs> bringing us back. Will's reeling us back into Modern Warfare here. Cole soiled his panties. And uh, with the, on that note... Uh, Modern Warfare. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna soil my panties over this one. I, I might just wait and see what it has to offer before I go pick it up. Maybe the beta will come out and I'll try it out and see, yeah. see if I like it. The one like thing. Oh, go ahead, Will. 
the one thing I will say is this is the first uh, Call of Duty in about a decade that I've actually been kind of interested in. Yeah. That you've like stopped and watched the trailer when you've seen it and you're like, oh, I'm going to watch this trailer. Yeah. Instead of just completely disregarding it entirely. Yeah. Modern Warfare was my favorite. I really enjoyed how I got, like, the game got political. There was terrorism, there was nuclear war, and yeah. I played it with my friends over and over. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Will likes terrorism, nuclear war, with his friends. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. I, I, I mean, it, it's that's the realism. You know, it's like sounds the, like I could be a future politician. You could, you could make it, make those gas prices go up. <laughs> we don't need help doing that. Yeah, they're no. already fucking high. Um, I don't know about the rest of the world, and but here in Canada, we measure our gasoline in liters. Um, per uh, per uh, price per liter, not per gallon, whatever the fuck that is. I saw I saw the funniest fucking meme on, on the internet. It, this is funny because most of our demographic are Americans, but um, it said uh, when an American comes into Canada and it, they see that the speed is in kilometers per hour instead of football fields per Fahrenheit. It's like, what the fuck is this, man? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, it's dumb. Anyways, um, so. Uh, I forgot where I was going with this. Yeah, so gas up here is one, uh, what is it, one sixty-one or two a liter, which is expensive as fuck. Yeah, yep. that's like how many how many liters are in a gallon? Uh, four, I think four liters four? in a gallon. Yeah. So that's like what? That's like four dollars. That's oh, that's more well, than four dollars a gallon. Five gallons is uh, eighteen point one liters or eighteen point nine liters. If so. you need your your gallons to liters figured out, you come to the the video games now podcast. Yeah. We'll figure it out for you. Yeah, that's what we do here. <laughs> so uh, so, how excited for Modern Warfare are you, Will, on the uh, gallons to liters scale? Uh, <laughs> I'll give it a seven. <laughs> seven liters or seven <laughs> gallons? Answer. That's that's a that's a substantial difference. I'll give it three American football fields out of five Fahrenheit. All right, that sounds groovy. Did anything stand out from the trailer for me? I'm just rewatching the trailer. I'm seeing if there's anything uh, uh, that uh, looks super interesting. Looks like we have the same characters as the original. It also looks like it is very political. I mean, there's like a scene where there's a bunch of people in the streets around. Like a, it looks like a uh, what is that called? A building like kind of how the states have their own buildings in different countries and. Um, but it's, I'm blanking oh, on it. Oh, it's um. You're talking about the yeah. I know what you're talking about. Fuck, I can't you know what I'm it. talking about, but I can't think of the It starts with an E, right? M M import M M bass M something. Yeah, exactly. Embassy, yeah. Embassy. embassy, embassy. Thank you. Embassy. Yeah, like yeah. an embassy, and there's people surrounding the embassy, and they're like dragging people out of there, and it looks like there's like an explosion, and people are all getting covered in in dust, and. Oh well, that movie plot's been overdone. Hey. I mean, if something's done well, even if it's been done a bunch, it can still be it can still be good. I just watched like John, me defending Modern Warfare. I just watched watch? uh, John Wick for the first time last night, and I'm thoroughly impressed. Oh yeah! Oh, I, I heard the choreography was great. Dude, I haven't seen it yet though. It, it, it like breaks the mold of ge- uh, generic action movies. No, yeah. I, I'm. I think Rodney's saying he just finally watched the first one. Yes. Oh, you watched the first the one? The first one. Because I, I haven't seen oh. John Wick, and I remember Brian was just fucking going off the rails about how great John Wick uh, 3 looks. So I'm like, I better watch the first John Wick. Get on the and fucking the second man. John Wick. Yeah, I, I 2 got... is great. 3 is even better. It just, the action doesn't stop. It doesn't slow down. Yeah, that's what a, a friend of ours was saying. He's just like, it just keeps going. Like, it's just, it starts with him running, 
Yeah, I won't ruin it for you, Rodney, but I mean, at the end of the second one, he's got to run, and it, like, picks up right where the second one ends, and he just runs for the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking beast. He's a fucking beast. It's great. Um, I like Keanu. I'm a huge Keanu fan. Like, he did a really good fucking job, too, in that movie. Like, I know Kung Fu. (laughs) I love him in interviews, because he's as as awkward in interviews as he is while he's in acting. Like, while he's acting, he's just so awkward, and that's what I love it. I mean, like, you could make him do anything and it doesn't matter how good or how bad he is i will love it i will love every word that comes out of his mouth my, oh, yeah. my favorite scene in that whole movie was when they called um the the mechanic dude he's like i heard you punched my son he's like yeah he stole john wick's car he's like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh and, and don't forget and killed his dog yeah, and killed his dude, dog that oh. scene was rough oh. I mean, we're, we're like, everybody for years have been talking about how rough that scene is, but, oh, beagles are my favorite. Is it a beagle that he has? I yeah, think it, it is. Yeah, it's a beagle, yeah. A beagle puppy? Yeah. Beagles are my favorite dogs, and that just, like, tore my heart out. You know yeah. what? We should do a, an upcoming podcast, speaking of, like, stuff like that, with, a, like, favorite emotional uh, moments in games. That's a good idea. Oh, I was about to say one, but I'll wait. I'll wait. You got to wait now, everybody. Cole. Cole's probably got like 40 lined up, so I cry it'll be a good show. Yeah. I cry significantly all the time. Yeah. He okay, I'll, I'll ruin one for you. When I first started playing Far Cry 3, I I was got emotional just how, how much fun I was having. I was literally like, <laughs> I was crying over how much fun it was. <laughs> oh. I was just in tears, just covered. Oh, it's not no. everywhere. It's because I loved number two, and number three just like amped it up. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. good. That bow and arrow. Ugh. <laughs> and then you played Primal and you got a fucking big boner kill. Yeah, I didn't play Primal. I saw that and I was like, looks interesting, but we'll skip. Skip. Yep. And anyways, uh, back to things that matter. Um, but does Modern Warfare matter? That is the question. <laughs> back. We, we should say back to Modern Warfare rather than back to things that matter. Well, I was waiting for you to, for your snarky fucking response, Cole, Mr. Wizard. I was... I was going to give you one, and then I held back because I thought I was being too mean in the last couple ones. Oh, dude. Look at how much we tear Mark apart on the podcast. I don't give a shit. I love Mark. <laughs> but um, he's, uh, we call him, I call him Mark Pocalypse now because when he gets angry, he just goes off the rail, and it is so funny. He's the Mark Pocalypse. Again, smashing Mark for probably the 50th time in a 67 episode podcast. Um, but, uh, my favorite thing was when Mark was playing Smash Bros at, uh, Jason's house. Just the, so vid- the video, his facial expressions were priceless. Anyways, so, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is a tense and daring reboot of the beloved shooter series. So it's like the Star Fox Zero to Star Fox 64. Yeah, I really wanted to play Star Fox Zero, and then I didn't. Well, I played the first two missions and got kind of bored, to be honest. Yeah, and I don't like the fact how you have to, like, buy those pieces to hook onto your ship. Like, I mean, I love the customization, but I don't want to have to buy extra pieces. Are you thinking of Star Fox, or are you thinking of um, uh, Starlink? Because I think you're I thinking know. of Starlink. Oh, I'm thinking of... I, yes, I was thinking of Starlink. Not not Star Fox Zero, which is what you're talking about. Yes. So, anyway, I was- anyway so... What uh, what did you let's start with Cole? What did you like about past Mar- uh, Call of Duty games that you want to continue to see in this one, and which items do you want to see disappear? Ooh, I mean, I I hate like when it gets it's tough to keep things fresh 
you know, like 100%. But, like, when they got to, like, the wall bouncing and the, the like, the jet packs and the rocket packs, I mean, it was, like, fun at first. But I think other games, like Titanfall 2 and these other shooters do it so much better, where I think Modern Warfare should just stick to, like, run and gun. Yeah, that's and, pretty much um, what, yeah, that's what, it's, that's what so, it is. Yeah. And, I mean, I played the most, um, uh, like, online Call of Duty I played, I think, was Modern Warfare 2. And um, so anything similar to that, like, I like, I, I mean, I love the, the simplicity. Like, the guns they were using was, like, like the A4, the M1A4. Mm-hmm. I think it was, like, the very first unlockable gun you had. And, like, the, the shotguns and everything. I don't know. Everything just felt so good and very... It felt modern, where the new modern warfare's where you're like getting these like laser guns and stuff is just I don't know, it's too much. It's That's too futuristic. Too modern warfare in the future. I, I don't know. It, it just that was a little bit too much for me, and I, I like. But I mean, a lot of people cater towards that. Not me though. I like uh, mm-hmm. I like it nice and simple. And yeah, in the new games, I'm just sick of getting lightsaber guns that shoot about fifteen thousand football fields per Fahrenheit. <laughs> bang bang. <laughs> So, um, anyways, so yeah, I mean, I agree 100 with what you just said. Um, I'm. And I mean, you, oh, sir. I, I also, when it goes to the campaign, like, I mean, I really like the story, like the characters, like Soap and uh, McTavish and stuff. I thought those were so good. But I mean, in the new ones, when they're getting like all these mocap, like, oh, wasn't um, Kevin Spacey one of the villains in uh, in one of the Modern Ooh. Warfare's? I know. I already made a Kit Harrington joke because he was he was the villain in the other the other one and I, I don't know it's just weird when you're fighting Jon Snow in space I don't know actually if Kevin Call Spacey was in duty yeah he was villains. yeah cause I mean like the villains like uh it was uh Call of Duty Future or something or Call of Duty Advanced Warfare yeah there it is Advanced Warfare Call, Call of Duty Future that's fucking yeah, funny yeah Jonathan Irons <laughs> I mean, at this at this time in his career, I think everybody wants to shoot a little bit at space. Kevin Spacey, and Kevin Spacey wants to shoot a little bit at you too, boys. Sorry, that was the. I don't. I, I totally that thought I was going to go somewhere else. <laughs> um. I was going to take it there, but I held back. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> good uh, I, I want to be invited worried. back eventually. <laughs> I'm sure everyone figured it out by now. Um, but yeah, I um, kind of want the level system to be f- somewhat overhauled. Uh, I just find it too easy to level up, in a way. Like, and then, and then, man, they, I must be really bad. I found it so hard to level up. No, it's maybe well, I suck at Call of Duty. Oh, possibly, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you took a long time to level up, or sorry, you took an, uh, not a lot to level up, and then you would get to level sixty-five, and then it's like, oh, prestige. I fuck. I think prestige is the dumbest fucking thing ever. Like, I fucking cannot stand prestige. Yeah, like when I was playing, what was the first game that had prestige? That was. Um, uh, Call of Duty, the the one in Vietnam, uh, the one where zombie Nazi zombies was like was the first uh, Modern Warfare Bad, Black Ops one World at War World at War that was in Vietnam. Uh, no, it was World at War. So I mean, it was all over the place. I just I'm just thinking of the Vietnam levels. Oh, okay, okay. Or the ones or oh, no, it was in Japan. It was in Japan where you're fighting the the Japanese dudes in the trees and with the flamethrower. Right. Yeah. But yeah. that confused me so much because that was the first time I played Call of Duty online and I made it to level I think it was 50 then and then when it was like prestige and I, I clicked on it and i lost everything i was like so confused i was a little child i was like all my work all my hours of playing gone for what one little badge one little badge yeah and, and then, then you have to do it 10 times 
Yeah, like fuck off, and then you get not basically nothing for it from what yeah. I what I understand. I don't know, Will, am I wrong? Uh yeah. I don't I don't I never really played too much of the competitive Call of Duty after Modern Warfare and even then I just wasn't into it. For competitive shooters, it's always been Halo. Yeah, and I was actually going to bring up Halo's um, leveling up system, especially in Reach, um, because I, I hate the new um, leveling up system. Where the fuck did the music go, boys? What happened? What happened? We're losing it. Hey, I'm not on music, Will. We're musicless. That's, that's me. There we go. Fantastic world. Anyways, so what I don't like about the new system is it just gives you a fucking number. It's like, oh, you're SR rank 31. Well, fucking, <laughs> who fucking cares? Like, I want to be, like, when you when someone's like, oh, I'm a brigadier general, it's like, you sound fucking intimidating as shit. Um, yeah. You know, it's like, I'm SR 50. And? Like... <laughs> So, anyways, I, in, hey man, if I was on the battlefield and a dude just grabbed me and he's like, "Oh, I'm SR50," I'd probably pee my pants. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I no, don't think he'd say his rank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm SR50. Get out of my way, SR31. Get out of my way, 31. 50 coming through. Um, oh, that would be hilarious. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think. But in Reach, uh, there was actual ranks and. What they did was they they kind of spread it out a bit. So, like for example, warrant officer, they would split it into three grades. I think they, I don't know if they do that in Call of Duty. I can't remember, but I um, think they do. I'm pretty sure they do. Anyway, yeah. So you so as soon as you're warrant officer, you you level up, then you're warrant officer two, and then you're warrant officer three, and that spread the ranks out. So like when you finally made it to like major, you're like fuck, that was a grind, but I'm a major now. And then you'd <laughs> see someone who's uh I can't remember what the most. It was a reclaimer. That was the highest rank you can get, and you literally needed to get like a ridiculous amount of experience to even fucking like get there. All the experience you've just gotten to get there again to get to the next one. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up because it was fucking ridiculous. I put a lot of hours into Reach, and I only made it to Brigadier General. Like it was fucked. Oh, that's what you talk about. How cool Brigadier General is. Yeah, because I'm fucking cool. Okay. <laughs> Me ten years ago playing this game, so fucking cool. Um, Halo Reach ranks. Ranks list. While you're looking this up, I'm just having a little jam fest to this music. And now it's gone. It's gone. Um, and if you guys checked out the last stream on the uh, last podcast, I did a live stream for uh, everybody so you can see what it's like to be a Patreon. And then hopefully, so hot. So hot. So, so hot. hot right now. Roddy, um, so hot right now. <laughs> but I uh, did a little dancey dance on the, on that video so if you guys are interested oh, in I remember seeing that yeah and you didn't even comment Jesus Christ cool. alright so uh, I've never commented on a YouTube video in my entire life and I watch a lot of YouTube yeah so holy shit this proves how much Halo I played like fuck so um you need so to get to Brigadier oh I was just a Brigadier I wasn't even a Brigadier General so I was just a Brigadier Grade, Lame. grade three, you need seventeen or 1.7 million experience. I, How much experience you get for kill? Per kill? Um, per match, you might get like 600 Easy. to 1,000. Yeah. I'd make it there in an afternoon. Um, Pretty here, general. Anyways, and then, uh, so the most, the big, biggest rank you can get is Inheritor, actually. It's 20 million experience. Alright, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it's fu like when you saw Inheritor, you're like, I'm gonna get fucked up by this dude. He's gonna. This fucking... dude is just—he's just sitting on a pail in his room. If you're—if you're eating, you're not playing Halo. Yeah. If you're—if you're getting up to go to the bathroom, you're not playing Halo. 
And just the fucking experience gap between these these ranks is just ridiculous. Like, um, okay, so to make it to general, it's two million experience, and then you need two hundred thousand to upgrade again, and then another one hundred fifty, and then another two hundred fifty, and then uh, basically to get out of general to get to the field marshal, you need a full million. And then it just re re just goes up from there. From Reclaimer, which is the second highest, you need 16.5 million and to Inheritor to 20 million. So you need four, uh, three and a half million experience to level up. <laughs> like, like, let's do it, boys. Let's do the uh, the Inheritor challenge. Well, the three of us will take a week and just become Inheritors. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. I played for like a week straight, pretty much once, and I'm I'm still Brigadier. So it takes a long fucking time. Let's start a clan with Brittany. And she'll be our clan leader, and she'll whip us up there. She'll whip us up to Inheritor. Yeah, so I don't mean to this extent, because fucking 20 million experience takes a long time, but, um, you know, something like that, something where it's like, oh, that guy's a, you know, general, five-star general or something, like he's fucking been playing a long time, and it should give you really, really good rewards that aren't just cosmetic shit, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, besides cosmetics, what can you really give? Well, I mean, I think Call of Duty Modern Warfare two had a little bit of that problem like you had to unlock guns but it was also like i don't know there was like limited time to do it i think call of duty modern warfare 2 played around with that and i don't know exactly how well it worked unless you also dumped a bunch of time into it no i can't say i did i dumped a lot of time into world at war um on the wii mind you mm. that was a good oh time. yeah that was a that was a disappointment the game. I got that for the Wii, and I was like, I'm so excited to unlock zombies. And once you get to the end, it's just like, thanks for playing Call of Duty. And I was like, ugh, ugh. All right, moving on from uh, Cole's utter disappointment with Call of Duty on the Wii, let's talk about uh, Death Stranding and uh, a new game for Kojima. And some fitting music for the Death Stranding. Fucking Sonic! <laughs> when you say from Kojima, I just, I like, I love... The fact that when I watch a trailer for this game, there's just like Japanese dudes in like business suits, like being all super serious and being like, he should have baby and smoke baby and go to uni like you know what I mean? Like I just think of these like old these like Japanese businessmen coming up with this game. <laughs> it makes me so excited. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cole, you've watched the trailer, the newest trailer again. Oh and, yeah, uh, I watched Rodney, that. You've watched last year's one, I'm sure. Again. Yep. Like I still don't understand what this game's about. It, it like at first when I first saw it like I had no interest in it and then my interest was kind of like tickled a little bit and then it like we heard like nothing from it it just disappeared and I kind of lost but after watching this trailer and seeing like some of the mocap in it and the, some of the gameplay I'm actually back on the back on the train this looks pretty uh pretty exciting yeah it looks great it's uh being developed on the brand new uh decima engine which I, I don't, don't know too much engine. about it's oh. a new engine from, ooh, let's see here, uh, 4K Dynamics. It's developed by Guerrilla Games and Kojima Productions. Hmm. So, uh, just a new uh, engine for ga uh, games, I guess, moving into the generation. Of, like, mocap. Like, I mean, there's, like, there's like this variety of games that are, like... Did you guys play um that one that came out with the rats? Oh, my God, what was it called? I played the whole thing and I can't remember what it's called now. Plague Tale. Yeah, Plague Tale. Yeah, did you guys play Plague Tale? No, I haven't yet. No, 
I uh, I bought it like the day it came out. It, it kind of looked interesting, and then I saw it was like released in about an hour, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna buy it. And it's like it's very story based and like all mo capped kind of like um the last of us or like uncharted series kind of deal and I, that's like a new type of game that's been popping up more and more so maybe it's an engine to help out with those yeah uh mo seems to be what we're focusing more on this generation wouldn't you say yeah and i mean it looks great like i mean it's definitely everything looks much more realistic and i mean the, the one thing they had to get over was like the facial expressions like the faces always looked so no matter like how much mouth moving or anything like that like you just they just like the eyes they just could not figure out at least for me it was the eyes the eyes just always looked dead and like lifeless and i think they're starting to figure that out which is really bringing stuff to stuff to life they haven't quite nailed it but uh they're getting there well it's also yeah the, it's also the tech too like yeah we had the technology to do motion capture but it does it there was only you so still many, have to animate it. Yeah, and there was only so many points that they could capture, right? Like now they're fu- like if you look at a motion capture um, actor now, he's got so many fucking motion tracking tracking dots on his face. It's crazy. Mm. Like before, it was you know maybe four down the nose and a couple on the cheeks and under the eyes and stuff like that to catch those key spots. Yeah. But now it's like all over the place. It's getting every muscle that moves in your in your face. Yeah, which is you know like that's. That's next gen. <laughs> yeah. And so we're finally how- getting to the point where that's going to look good. And I can tell, at least looking at uh, Death Stranding, you can basically get an, a feeling of it just watching a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of almost get like a, a like a, um, a Dead Space feel, too, from watching it. Like watching like the inventory system. Like it's like Sam, who is, uh, uh, what's his name, Norman Reeves. You can in the like the eight minute trailer. You can kind of see the inventory system. He's like looking at the baby. I mean, I, I'm guessing it's like an inventory system. Maybe it's part of a cutscene, but he's like almost looking at the baby in a bag on the wall, and kind of messing around with it. And like, yeah, that was a super cool thing on on Dead Space is how they had like the whole hub on like his back on um, what was the guy from Dead Space's name? Uh, uh Derp Derpington, I think. I can't remember. He had like the whole hub on his back. It seems kind of familiar like that, and that was a lot of mo cappy looking stuff. Now going off this, it doesn't look like those babies that they carry are actual babies. It looks like some sort of power for his suit. Or it appeared like in the eight minute trailer, he's like traveling somewhere. It's like plugging into the matrix, but you're like, like plugging into the thoughts or memory of these babies Creatures. or something, yeah. something like just know. from just from like yeah, because like uh, Mad Mad Mickelson who is like the man like he's just been popping up and everything and i love this guy but in the trailer he's like he's trying to plug in or he's trying to stay in somewhere and it like when all those these like creepy monsters or shades that are killing people it looks like they all happen because of these these babies so and if you look really really closely these little babies are just baby mocks they just kind of slay there and complain about shit yeah pretty much yeah. feed me like real yeah. babies Don't who fuck. needs them who needs him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a very weird game, though. We've known about this game now since. Ooh, when do you think it was announced, Cole? Uh, I mean, it was originally PT, right? Like that's what it was. Well, no, PT um, was supposed to go into uh, um, ooh, uh, Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. PT was supposed to go in Silent Hill, but it was Norman Reedus who was playing the main character in PT, and then it got canceled, and it was by the same creator, and then they made this out of 
that. Um, you sure Pete uh, Norman Reedus was in PT? I 100%, thought hundred uh, percent. Look it up. Look okay. it up, son. I'll I'll put money down on it. If you beat PT, because remember how like people were like, I tried to beat PT. Like I was in my buddy. We used to always go over to his house in his basement. He had a huge basement. We would just play games. So we played through PT and we didn't beat it, but we tried to play through it. And if you beat it. You were trapped in that house and you had to uh, overcome the haunting. And if you left the house, like if you actually passed the haunting and passed all the tests, you would leave the house and the camera pulled out and it was Norman Reedus. Oh, yeah, you're right. Or Norman Reedus leaving the yeah. house. Reedus. And then Reedus, whatever his name is, Norman. I'm Reedus. just going to call him. I'm going to call him Norman Boy. <laughs> and, uh, and then that game got canceled. So then the uh, what's the creator's name? I'm so bad with names. Everybody Hide- will to know Hideo this. Kojima. Yes, he started making this. Because he got into a fight with the Silent Hill producers or something, whatever happened, and then he made this out of it. So I mean, and PT was announced in what 2015, maybe 2016. I thought it was 15, and this game was announced in 16, but we only got a trailer with it because remember PT was being developed with uh, in con- con- well a joint project with Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, and I love how Guillermo del Toro is in this as an actor, and I mean he's huge into like. Like all of his monster stuff, he does a lot of like like live action, but he does really cool uh, mocap monster stuff too. And uh, his uh, his new TV series is coming out, so I'm super stoked to see him in this as well. Yeah. So uh, in Death Stranding, Norman Reedus is going to be playing a character named Sam Porter Bridges. <laughs> yeah, because there's something about like Bridges industry, or there's like all this Bridges stuff that pops up in the game. Yeah. So I wonder if he's. Uh, probably the sun or something of like a tycoon, a hurricane tycoon, a roller coaster tycoon. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, maybe, or maybe it's it's him. Maybe the sun doesn't always have to be the the. He that is be true. The actual creator. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, I'm still like I, I couldn't I couldn't even begin to tell you what the hell's going on in this game, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like the gameplay. I like the, the kind of like Final Fantasy third person, but like a, a shooter. It, it reminds me of like a bunch of things, like a mock-up of a bunch of games that it just rings a bell for. Well, you know there's going to be scares, so it kind of reminds me still of Silent Hill. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, PT was freaking terrifying. That scared the crap out of me. And if they keep yeah. anything similar to that, I'll be, uh, I'll be stoked. Yeah, you'll, so... You'll, you'll be stoked or you'll be shitting your pants? Both. Both, man. I love a good scare, man. Like, I mean, if you can pull it off, that's not just like some stupid half-ass jump scare. Like, if you can actually make it something scary, I'm, I'm just totally in. Like the trailer for the nun that made me shit my pants. Like, are you full serious? Load. I laughed so hard when it was like, wait till the end, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they did. They literally said wait till the end in the trailer, and then she like turns around and the nun like runs in from the side and he's gonna come from the front oh man i was cry laughing at that oh man i lost Terrible. half my popcorn from that oh <laughs> but i mean like i'm i'm like when i was a kid my buddy and i we used to rent movies when we were like 11 years old like we used to rent like the scariest horror movies we could the the lady behind the desk used to have to call my mom and be like are you this child's mom they're trying to like rent like saw five and she's like oh yeah that's fine and then we'd go get saw five the scariest thing that ever happened while we were watching scary movies is my cat came in and jumped on the couch on my buddy and it like scared the shit out of him that was the only thing scary that ever happened when we watched horror movies we can take it all so if this game scares me i'll be i'll be impressed yeah 
Lucky you. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not... I mean, I don't like scary movies myself. Uh, I will watch them. The thing that gets me is like when people start like mutilating other, either other humans or themselves. I oh. can't fucking handle that. I mean, I can watch like the Saw movies. I was totally fine with the Saw movies, but then there's like Hostel. I did not like... Hostel, Hostel was gross. Yeah, like when it's it's like... um. What's it called? Uh, like murder porn or whatever it's called. Like when it's just like um, blood and gore, you know, like when people are just like killing for just the fact, the sake of killing. I don't like that. I like I want it to be like there to be some story behind it or some like yeah. meaning. It can't just happen for the sake of happening. Well, look at that. What was the movie? The Green Inferno. I never saw The Green Inferno. Oh, cannibalism. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not a big cannibalism guy either. Was Cabin in the, uh, I think ca- yeah, Cabin in the, in the Woods is a movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I it's think it's shot I, out here. Yeah, it was also. I know a bunch of people that worked on that. You know what? Actually, I think that came out like in the early two thousands, in or mid two thousands or something. Oh no, uh, it's like it's newer than that, dude. Yeah, it was like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. There was a, okay, maybe that's not the movie I'm thinking of. Anyways, there was a movie I watched that was shot in Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever. The the water and it, like your skin Fuck. peels off, or they give you that flesh eating disease. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's Very the one. Movie. That was shot here too, wasn't it? Uh, that I don't know. Sure. Anyways, but yeah, Cabin Fever. That was a gnarly. That was. A you know why? Why that doesn't scare me? That just grosses me out. <laughs> why is it we can say that was shot here, but now like other than like EA and stuff like that, we don't have too many studios where we can say, oh, that was developed here. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, we got lots of indie developing studios here in Vancouver, but not a whole lot of uh, yeah. big ones. Yeah, we have um, Nintendo has a corporate office here, but they don't develop any games here. That's in Redmond, Washington. Is where they're. Oh yeah, Seattle and Washington. That's a huge like they've got startup companies from like all over the place over there. Yeah. yeah. The one good thing though is we can say Gears of War Five is being developed here by the Coalition. Fuck yeah. Gears of what I mean, if it develops here and it sucks, like I mean, every movie that's ever been made in Vancouver is usually just terrible. But uh, so hopefully, it's not the same for games. That's like the show I work on right now. It's like uh, you watch and you're like, people like this. Yeah. Well, nobody does, but people watch it. People want to turn their brains off when they watch movies, which drives me crazy. We're going to get so sidetracked. We're already getting so sidetracked. Yeah. But I mean, like movies where you have to think, people just hate it. That's what like the new Black Mirror. The second the Black Mirror started getting produced by people from the states, like North America, they've dumbed it down so much. Like you don't even have to think about it anymore, which I hate. That's... I hate it. I loved the British ones when it was just like, you know, it really made you think. And now it's just that's like, like screenwriting 101. Don't assume your audience is fucking dumb. Yeah, I mean, you have to, you can't leave everything up to the audience, and you can't leave nothing up to them. Like that's, so you got to find that healthy middle ground. Yeah, like that's a really good feeling as a viewer when you figure shit out ahead of time. You're like, oh fuck, this is gonna happen, and then it happens. You're like, yeah. True Detective season three. Oh my god, everybody, everybody listening, everybody in the future. If it's like a hundred years and we're all dead and space aliens find this, which I don't believe in aliens because I think that's friggin' ridiculous. Watch True Detective three. We gotta have an aliens debate here, Cole. I would be so down. I'd be a hundred percent down to have a space aliens debate. Let's go, son. Different, I'm ready. Different day, different podcast. Oh, hundred percent. But uh, but watch True Detective season three. That that was like that. I loved it so much. That'll make you think. All right. Okay. Anyway, should we get back to Death Stranding? <laughs> uh, well, we should get back to a lot of all the news that was uh, announced this 
week. Yes, okay, uh, starting with, uh, let's do Microsoft uh, bringing Xbox Game Pass to the PC with over 100 titles. Microsoft mm. announced today that it's bringing its popular console game subscription service, Xbox Game Pass, to Windows. This is bigger than just the form- formal recognition that some of the included Xbox game and Game Pass can already be played on the PC. Right now, any PC game that's a part of the Game Pass can be played on either Xbox or Windows, thanks to the company's Play Anywhere initiative, but the majority of those titles are Microsoft-published games like Forza Horizon 4 and Gears of War 4. Instead, Microsoft says it's launching a whole new version of the subscription for Windows computers with over 100 games for more, for more than 75 developers to start. Right now, fewer than 20 games available through Xbox Game Pass can be played on PC, one of those being Sea of Thieves. Meaning Microsoft has signed a dozen of new developers to bring new titles to this version of the service. So, what are your initial thoughts on that, uh, Cole? Because you're the PC guy here. Oh man, I'm I'm I love it. I think it's going to be so much better than we actually even think about it now. Like there'll be a few hiccups and bumps on the way, but once they get this off the ground, I think it's going to be huge for so many reasons. Like cross compatibility to like or um, cross platforms uh like being able to play on xbox or pc and uh i mean it's great if you don't want to spend 80 bucks on a game you know you get the game pass and you try it out for a little bit and you then you don't have to try it anymore and you can pick up something else and try something else i mean it's just like a, it's like netflix for um for games it's gonna be awesome yeah um so i just read this line here because my next question was is it going to cost additional money to the already Game Pass, or are they going to offer a bundle or what? But it says, we don't know which games will be made available, how much a subscription will cost compared to the $9.99 per month that Xbox owners currently pay, or when the service will go live. Microsoft says it's going to announce more than the PC-specified version of Game Pass at E3 early next month. So this must be an order or order, order crew. But um, the company did inform that it has developers like Sega, uh, Metro Exodia's creator Deep Silver followed and Elder Scrolls Studios Bethesda, Solaris creator Paradox Interactive, and v- holy shit, big word, venerated indie publisher Devolver Digital on board. So um, that kind of concerns me because I play games both on Xbox and on PC. I switch back and forth. So if I have to pay $60 per year, sorry, per year of game, uh, Xbox Gold plus another $10 a month for Game Pass on Xbox, and then another $10 a month for the PC Game Pass. Like, that's kind of getting a little out of hand. I think they'd have a bundled deal. Yeah. Yeah, they probably would. Like, you can get them all grouped yeah, in like, together. But Like, look, they've already announced um, they're grouping Xbox Live and Game Pass together. Yeah. So th- I'm sure it's going to be a big old bundle. And it's 93% off right now. It's a dollar for Game Pass. Oh really? Well, that's usually just for the first month or so, like your oh, trial it's seven period. Days, seven days left. It's ninety-two percent off. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, I yeah, just there's got a deal. I got my three months for twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, now, <clears throat> speaking though of a PC Game Pass, this is the perfect time for Microsoft to go back and announce some of their older uh, PC games, like bring back Age of Empires. Oh, they did. They did do. They renewed Age of Empires. That's what I mean. They renewed the license, so I wouldn't be surprised to see that we have a brand new Age of Empires announced at E3 that'll be coming to PC Game Pass. I mean, Age, Age of Empires 1 and Age of Empires 2 Conquerors and every, all of that was so good, and then 3 was just, like, awful. So 3 I really was hope- rushed. It, was, it, it, it wasn't developed properly. Yeah, I just hope if they do do a new Age of Empires, it's 
it's good. And I found that once you kind of like figured out the the system in Age of Empires, you just played it the same way over and over again. And that was my problem with like playing StarCraft as well and some of these other um, uh, strategy games where like you just figure out one cheese strategy or something and then you just play that or it's like, I don't know, I, I, I hope they find another like relaxed way to play it or like the way to balance it. So as a strategy game lover, I love, love, love strategy games. Yeah. Uh, going off of what Microsoft also said, um, Phil Spencer earlier this week on Twitter uh, uh, announced, uh, where is it? Just finishing our final E3 rehearsal here with the team in Redmond. Uh, feel really good about the briefing. Lots to show. We have 14 Xbox Game Studio games in the show this year. More first party games than we've ever had in one show. Wow. Well, it's hard to it's hard to not be the fucking number one spot at this year's E3 when Nintendo and PS aren't even fucking contributing. Yeah, yeah, but I think Microsoft, if they actually do a fourteen actual first party titles, that's something to be excited for. Uh, yeah, that's the one thing that's always been hurting Microsoft lately compared to Sony and Nintendo is they don't have first party games. Yeah, well. Th- that and they don't release good quality first party games you know like halo 5 was shit and that's like their flagship fucking series yeah um i never i haven't played any of the gears yet um it is definitely on my bucket list so don't fucking shame me for it it's gonna happen i haven't you haven't played any gears i haven't played any gears i have the first one downloaded and it's on my xbox so it's ready to go crap i've played every gears every single gears gears one was like one of the games that like made me a gamer like going to my cousin's house and he had an xbox and i didn't and we played gears and i was just like that was like this is the quality of video games that you can get blew my mind yeah so yeah i will play gears because i i've been hearing nothing but good things about Gears. i'll play it with you you have to beat every single uh campaign mission in cooperative to get like all the achievements and everything so uh if you play it i'll uh i'll take along shit okay yeah i'm down you have an xbox yeah. right uh yeah i have an xbox okay. and i have a yeah, I've got like the original Xbox. You mean, right? Yeah. Like, no, uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about like Xbox One or Game Pass. Yes. Copy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you mean Gears One or? Yeah, yeah, Gears One. Yes, I have Gears One. Copy that. Yes, right. I have. I've got it all. I can play it all with you. I know one yeah. person I wouldn't be able to play it with because it's old school graphics. Mark. Mark. Oh, I wasn't gonna say his name. We're gonna. I don't want to piss on Mark. <laughs> he, we love him. I love Mark yeah. to death. I want to hug him right we now. We got to have Mark like, on one more podcast so that he can literally. We'll be like, Mark, just say the worst thing you possibly can to me. Cause... The Mark Pocalypse podcast. Yes, I want Mark to come back and just create the Mark Pocalypse for everyone to see. <laughs> you know what's funny though is um we'll be talking like we're talking about Xbox and shit like this, and then it'll go quiet for a sec, and then Mark will be like, so going back to PlayStation. <laughs> and he like he just fucking pulls it all, all back to PlayStation because PlayStation's daddy. Yeah, I know that's what he says too. But you so. need it, man. You need it. Like I love that. Like that's one of my favorite things. Like having the villain, having the guy with an opinion that's different than your own. Like that's what makes it interesting. If you got a podcast where everybody just sits around and agrees with each other, like that's so boring. The fact that you can have the one guy that say and go against the flow. I mean, that's what makes it interesting because not everybody has the same opinion. So there you go, Mark. Suck it. I defended you and. <laughs> Now you, now you go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. We should keep going, though, because we have uh, a couple more announcements before we get to talking about uh, a weird announcement uh, from the developers of Pokemon. 
Yes. Oh, um, yeah, that I'm having... I don't know yeah. anything about it. Yeah. So we'll leave that for the last thing. But uh, moving on, we have uh, Square Enix is going to officially reveal the Avengers game. I'm looking, for, I'm looking, I'm looking for a, um, a, uh, Avengers Battle Royale. Oh, uh, apparently Thank it's you. a, it's a, it's a campaign. I was, I was, I was kind of joking, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, oh, I, I know. Yeah. But could you imagine full superhero Marvel DC team up? Like it would be like, it would be like apex, <laughs> but the heroes are all Avengers. That'd be fucking kind of dope to be honest. It would be. But I don't know if they'd ever do something like that because you'd be killing so many people. And that's I'm the third. Pull a mark and have that bad opinion. I never played Apex. I don't know if you noticed, Will, but that was the third time I've ever said dope on this podcast. Yeah, you You're don't really smoke it either. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I said I said I said the word dope, and I'm not counting this one uh, twice in uh, the JP Music podcast, and now once in this one. Yeah. Uh, moving on again, we have a new Darksiders is confirmed to be announced at E3. Nice. I'm so glad I love Darksiders. Yeah. Yeah, Darksiders was a, a really interesting game. I, I like how they keep using a different protagonist on each one. Yeah, I mean, that's the four horsemen of, horsemen uh, of Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is an older game, but it's, well, not too old. I guess it's 360 PS2, PS3 days, but uh, Ghostbusters, the video game, is being oh, remastered. Yeah. It, it's funny how it, it like it's like remastered, but it still looks terrible. <laughs> but I mean, it's still, you know, but it still looks like it's going to be good. But I mean, the yeah. graphics don't look great. Does it look like, I haven't actually watched yeah. the trailer for it yet. Does it look like it's just ripped from the, from the VHS of... Uh... The yeah, it, movie. It, that's the whole trailer is like them on TV doing their commercial like that. Do you yeah. have a uh, paranormal problems? Um, yeah, it's it. It's really bad, but it's still going to be a kind of a fun game to play. I just hope they don't charge like 70, 80 bucks for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll be busting yeah. your wallet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another announcement is uh, Detective Pikachu sequel is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Poorly timed, might I add. They should have timed it with the release of this movie. Hey man, movies and games—you can't, you can't time this stuff out. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, have you, Cole? Because you weren't on this podcast, did you see the Detective Pikachu movie? I did see the Detective Pikachu movie, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. It was definitely a kids' movie. Like, I mean, I called it from like very early on what was going to happen, but I, I still enjoyed it, and I think. Oh man, this is going to send me off on a, a rabbit trail. But I think they've unlocked something really cool, like with this style of animation. And I think starting with Detective Pikachu, they could do some really cool stuff with live action, like movies within the Pokemon universe. Like I don't think they should go like full cinematic universe, like Marvel or or Star Wars or anything. But I think you could do some really cool stuff, even just the battle sequences, like Blastoid and Gengar going at it in that underground pit. Like I mean, that that had me pretty hyped. So I think. I think if they were smart, they could really build something cool out of what they've done with the deck of Pikachu. And it was a good movie. Um, yeah, I, mean, I talked with Will uh, about this. I don't even think I said this on the air before. I think, yeah, Detective Pikachu was the best possible choice in movie. We were fucking ripping on this a year ago when we started this podcast because we thought it would yeah. be just shit. But, um, I mean, it was the perfect blend of, of Pokemon battling. There was one capture scene, which actually, I, that was the, my least favorite part of the movie was that capture scene. It was kind of poorly, poorly shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, so it just introduced us to what Pokemon could look like live action. And I thought they did a really good job. I think the next one, the uh, an idea they could do, and I'm trademarking this, so if you guys make it, I want fucking money. Um, 
<clears throat> is uh, is um that they follow one of the champions from the games, like say like the dude from Black and White Two, whatever his fucking name was. Um, and there he has eight badges. He's defeated the Elite Four, and now he's a champion. And they're following him, and he's going to the Champion League, and it's like the champions from every fucking region that are just there. And it's just this huge fucking battle sequence, like. That'd be cool. That would be cool to do something to build to. Like, I feel like you're starting pretty... You're putting the bar pretty high. I feel like that could be a cool um, something to build up. Yeah, like, know? that could be a TV show. Like, that's episodic. Yeah, but I think it would also be weird. To, like, the technology they have, I don't think it would work too well with a TV show because of how quick TV shows have to be. So I think, like... I don't want to say that they should do a cinematic Pokemon universe, but I mean that would be a, an interesting. They just interesting can't fuck it up. Things. Like I feel like the the Pokemon company was very involved in that movie, and that's why. And yeah, that needs to happen. Yeah, you need those... they were apparently they didn't even like the Lickitung scene. Oh, on the train when he's like, "Who's Lickitung is this?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was really funny. I like that a lot. I thought the Mister Mime scene was my favorite for sure. Yeah, the yeah. Mister Mime scene was dope. I mean, I love the use of Pokemon. The, the my only, I mean, it's such a minor complaint, but I feel like in the big wide shots, mm-hmm. we did see a lot of the same Pokemon over and over again. There was like a thousand Growlithes. I mean, I love Growlithe. Like Growlithe is one of my, or, or Growlithe and Arcanine. Yeah, that's like one of my my favorite Pokemon. But like everybody had a Growlithe, and that kind of takes away something a little bit for me because you know it's cool. Like when you everybody's like, oh wow, you have this Pokemon. And I'd be like, if I had an Arcanine, it'd be super cool. But I was like, everybody has one. Yeah. So that kind of that killed me well, a little bit inside. I was like, no. We um, we brought this up in the podcast where we talked about this movie, but they only had fifty-one different types of Pokemon in that movie. Yeah. Of, you can definitely of, you can tell kind of near the end when they rehash it, especially in the scene when he's fighting. Oh, spoilers! Spoilers, everybody! Close, close your ears. Plug your ears. Just stop, um, yeah, stop us and come back in like ten seconds. Yeah, when he's fighting Ditto, and the only thing that Ditto changes into is Pokemon you've already seen. I was kind of like, ah, man, that was an opportunity to do something, like, cool. But they kind of wasted it with, like, there's the Loudar again, and there's, like... You know, there's the the Bulbasaur or whatever. He yeah. just evolved into the same I, same one. My has, favorite so. thing is that when it transformed into the person, it still had the Ditto eyes. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Anyways, um, so moving away from shit we've already talked about in this show, not like we don't talk about fucking Sea of Thieves on every podcast. So we're yeah. anyways, um, new thing coming out called uh, Pokemon Sleep. Pokemon is getting a new cloud service and a game where you play by sleeping. What the fuck is the point? Pokemon Sleep. Okay, I haven't. I just typed in sleep on Google rather than Pokemon Sleep. I don't know what sleeping is. I think you Pokemon need to go to bed sleep. soon. Uh, so, an event billed as a preview of the future of Pokemon. Today, the Pokemon Company revealed a slate of new experiences, including a robust new cloud service and plan to turn sleeping into environment. To, st- uh, to start, there's a new game launching in 2020 called Pokemon Sleep, where your sleep will impact gameplay. The goal, according to the company, is to give players a reason to look forward to waking up in the morning. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> that seems like there's like suicide's a big issue. <laughs> what if yeah. they prevent suicide? Pokemon Company goes to eradicate depression. <laughs> yeah, we're Pokemon gonna give Steve you a reason to, to want to wake up. Entertainment. This is yeah. This is gonna turn into a sleep deprivation issue. <laughs> like I can't wait to wake up in an hour. <laughs> the company is also part. <laughs> the company is also partnered with Nintendo on a new sleep track device called the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Not plus plus. It says plus, and then it has the actual plus sign. Yeah, but it's still plus plus. Plus plus. I yeah, know, but it, everything says plus. But plus, that's so like that, that's almost like Pokemon Go plus two, but it's like Pokemon Go plus plus. 
So you should have just put, put, oh, never mind. I'm going to lose it. I'll yeah. tell you right now, my wife is going to be so pissed at me when I get Pokemon Sleep. Because you know I'm going to get it. And she's going to be like, you're going to throw the thing in the garbage. And I'll be like, yes, honey. And then I will sleep with it right next to my heart. Yeah. You know, the problem is, though, Cole, you don't get enough sleep once you're working. Uh, actually, I'm pretty I'm pretty good at getting sleep. I mean, when, when the hours get long, I go to home and I go to bed. Even though it kills me, and I need to unwind a little bit, but I go to sleep. So, oh no, I'm, I'm, I don't get need, better at it. I, that was a good. Do thing. you go to sleep? Um, I mean, when I, uh, well, I mean, even when I'm in ALM, I work longer hours than when I was a tad. But when I when I did what Cole does, um, I was able to come home and go to sleep right away. Because you're on your feet yeah, all day. Just you're, pass out on the couch. Yeah, you're you're exerting yourself mentally and physically all day for 16 hours. So it's really easy to come home and go to sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just get home and you just have absolutely nothing left. Like yeah. you don't even have the ability to sit down and like watch an episode of a TV series. You just go home and you peel off your clothes and pass out and yeah. then wake up and put off those peeled clothes on. And then you wake up and, and, you, and you don't realize how sore your fucking legs are until Friday. No, you wake up and you're stoked that Pokemon is there on your <laughs> pillow ready to go. <laughs> you all. got six hours of uh, deep sleep. We're going to reward you with... We're going to yes. shove a bunch of balls in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the cloud service is called Pokemon Home, and it lets users gather all of their captured monsters from various games in one place. It's launching in early 2020 for iOS, Android, and the Switch, and will connect to a large range of modern Pokemon titles, including Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, the upcoming Sword and Shield, and the previous 3DS cloud platform, Pokemon Bank. You'll be able to use it not only to manage your caught Pokemon, but trade as well. Perfect. I've been talking so much about, like, when I play Pokemon Go, there's a buddy of mine that I play with, and we talk about how broken the trading system is, because we'll just catch a bunch of Pokemon and trade them, and there needs to be, like, a trade box or something in Pokemon Go that you can, like, separate your, your Pokemon into, which they don't have, so if this comes out with, like, an updated trading system, I'm in. I'm down, because I want my luckies. I want my lucky Pokemon. Oh, I'm going to post my, I'm going to find a place to post my friend thing, and then everybody listening to the podcast can add me as a friend on Pokemon Go. That, you, like, I think there's, you hit a peak, or, or, or a, a max on Pokemon Go where you just, you need to stop adding friends, because you just literally don't have enough fucking gifts to give. Yeah. Well, I stopped giving gifts to my, my best friends, and I mean, I am two days away from my next best friend, three days away from my next one, then I'm like 12 days away from my next one, and I'm just going down the list. Like, I mean, I have like 25 friends right now, and I'm just like, the second I get one, I'm only a few days from my next one. And I'm your best friend, one, and you so. don't send me gifts, or you still send me gifts. Oh, I mean, sometimes you do. Like, I mean, if I've sent a gift to everybody through, I mean, if you have, <laughs> you can only have 10 gifts in your inventory. If I send out those 10, and then I go for a walk, and I get hit 10 Pokestops, and I send out those 10, then I hit 10 more Pokestops, and I had to send out those 10. Wow, must be hey, nice. Man, I, I got a system down, man. Ooh, get ready for legendary raid hours every Wednesday in June. <gasps> and there's a Bulbasaur. Sorry, I just whipped out my Pokemon Go. Um, oh, fuck, I didn't get my Pokestop today, and now my streak's fucked. Shit. All right, That's I, weak, I have I have an actual like um, challenge to get seven Pokestops in a, uh, uh, days in a row. Oh yeah, for well, your, you still your have like an, you still have two hours, so you might as well uh, go get for in a the drive. car and yeah. start driving. Yeah, fuck. Okay. Uh, also so revealed. Tell was, your wife you're going to Dairy Queen. That will not go over well. That's Queen? a fucking bad idea, Will. <laughs> I'll be I like, I'm going to Dairy Queen, and be like, get me an ice cream cone, and then I'll be like, no, I'm going to get. Pokestop. <laughs> then she'd be like, I'm getting in the car too. Be like, fuck, okay. Um, anyways, also reveal was the new version of Detective Pikachu, which we talked about earlier. Um, yeah, a little less, so that doesn't matter. 
the details of this game are still a mystery, the company says. Meanwhile, the franchise is also expanding into China with its first official release in the country, a new version of the free-to-play RPG Pokemon Quest launch in partnership with Chinese internet giant Natease. Natease. That's a fucking shitty company name. Natease. Well, dude, the one thing, like, countries in Asia, like, I have one of my best friends is from Korea. And, I mean, in Korea, when you go there, it's like, the internet is just everywhere. Like, everybody just has unlimited data everywhere you go. And they spent, like, billions of dollars on their, their internet in the city of Seoul. So, I mean, it's just like, you just got it everywhere you go. Well, I just so, saw a thing on the news that China has, like, the public square by, like, not City Hall, but whatever the equivalent in China is. Um... They have the most cameras, like public cameras, in the world in that square. That's hot. Like you literally can't wipe your own ass without getting fucking photographed down there. Communism. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I've got no idea. <laughs> um, additionally, we also got details on the next mobile game in the series, created in partnership with Dina. It's called Pokemon Masters. It'll include many of the most noble trainers featured in past mainline Pokemon games and ex expe expected to launch later this year. This better excite the shit out of me because I'm looking at the um, the uh, art for it. And yeah, it's got Red. We got uh, Pokemon Champion Steven. We got... Uh, what's that stupid chick's name from Black and White 2? It starts with a B. Bianca? No, that's Generation 4. It's Generation oh. 5. I can't remember her name, but I, I, I don't like her name. Anyways. Um, and then we have Cynthia. We have Lance. We got Brox in here for some reason. I thought these were Pokemon Masters, not Gym Leaders. Um, anyways, yeah. So, that looks interesting. Oh, yeah, I see it here. Now, I just found the picture. There's Brock. <laughs> he looks so tiny compared to everybody else riding his massive Onyx, but... Yeah. And uh, so next week on the podcast here, we're going to be talking about the Pokemon Sword and Shield news, which is going to release literally probably minutes after this fucking podcast gets listened to, um, which is unfortunate. But uh, we'll be releasing an article and throwing it on our website, videogamesnow.ca, so check that out. And uh, yeah, so anything else you guys want to add before we uh, sign off and go to bed? No. We're a week away from E3. It's going to be fucking good. So, uh, we're talking about possibly doing two podcasts next week just to get all the E3 shit out of the way while it's fresh. And, uh, so next Sunday we'll be recording probably Sunday night, um, and we're going to talk about the Pokemon Sword and Shield news and then, uh, about the Microsoft, uh, press conference that came out. It'll be, what time is it? Is it 1, 1 p.m. Eastern? Uh... Can't remember. We'll uh, post all the uh, times for the conferences on the website. We will do that. So the only thing that's going to be fresher than uh, our info coming at you is the mark memes. The mock memes. The mark memes. We got to start mark memes where we just bash on Mark. Mark, when Mark games and drinks, he literally spits about four football fields per Fahrenheit. It's fucking disgusting. Suff with fuck it One second. <laughs> um, okay. Alright, so thanks a lot guys for listening. Definitely go to our website, videogamesnow.ca. You can find all our shit on there. And that was the best plug ever. Right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and uh, check us out on our social media pages, Facebook, and if you, if you use Twitter, I guess use it and look us up, because only, the, only the only guy that has commented on our Twitter was a guy bashing Mark, so I think he's listening right now, and he's going, thank fucking god, that guy's gone. Um, anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> thanks a lot guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. See you next week.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.